Alexis, and Moira, and David, and Johnny, and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David! Hi! Hi. Welcome! This is Shit Simply the Best. The podcast. Woo, and I'm Rayon. <laughs> yes, the podcast. I forgot to mention that. If you couldn't tell, this is Yeah, a it's a podcast, guys. Video. I don't know if you knew that. If you were not aware, we are in a podcast right now. We are inside a podcast. We are inside a podcast. <laughs> Inception. Okay. Gross. <laughs> we are on episode 10 of season four, Baby Sprinkle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we find out the name and what that means later on, which we can talk about because I had no idea what it was when I first saw it. No, me either. I didn't know that was a thing. It might not be a thing. They may have just made it up for, you know, comedy's sake. I have a feeling it is because I it feels like a niche thing that I should probably Or like, know. yeah, like something... Inside group. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we open at Rose Apothecary. David is wearing one of my favorite sweaters, maybe ever, that he's wearing. It's the one that says Wild Aloof Rebel, and that's all. And it's just white. Yes. Yeah, really I love cool. it. White and just little print and done. This episode and the one after this have really good wide shots of like the whole store, which looks really pretty inside, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Windows and the bright light. It's really pretty. He did a good job, character wise. Then we see Jocelyn not looking so happy. <gasps> yes, I know. <laughs> he's like making the store perfect for like a magazine shoot. Like, and he's like dressed in white and the store looks all white and pretty. And then she comes in with her pajama set and her little robe. It's all floral. Her hair looks like she just woke up. Like she's had a moment. She's Ugh, had some times. Big moment. <laughs> she smiles really awkwardly when she comes in after they say hi. And he's just mm-hmm. like... Is everything okay? Like, he doesn't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) And she explained, she's like, you know, it's been a really hectic morning. He goes, well, I lit lit a patchouli candle, so maybe that'll help. (laughs) It's very, him and Alexis are on that same, like, vibe in terms of that stuff, which is pretty funny. So basically, we learn her sister, Jocelyn's sister, was going to throw this baby shower for her and Roland's baby, but she's not able to because of something with her husband's heart. That's how Jocelyn right. says it. He always has a problem. There's always something going on, it seems. So she asks where the party section is because apparently she's throwing her own shower. And he <laughs> goes, that sounds very dark, <laughs> which is great. I know about it's a the, great little, the brother. A great little nugget, yes. You can tell she's trying to ask for help. Right. And David's really like, he can tell, but I feel like he's trying to avoid it. He's ignoring the hints. He's definitely avoiding all the hints. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I really wish I had your eye for decorating because Roland offered his movie posters, but I don't think the Pelican Brief is going to be festive. It's festive. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> so really reluctantly, he offers to help. And I love just their whole interaction here. She goes, oh, I don't want you to feel like you have to do this. Are you sure about that? <laughs> like the way Are you sure they're back and that? forth is so funny. And then he finds out after the fact, like after he agrees that it's tonight. So he has like no time. So right. That's fun. If I, I was David in this case, I would be freaking out too. Because that's no time for anything. And it's too much. I'd also, if I was David, I'd have no idea how to, you know, come up with a baby shower party. Like, that's not in his wheelhouse. He doesn't know either, as we learn. (laughs) Yeah. He does ask if the store is at least going to be promoted because he has no time, you know. Right. And he asked the venue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was what I was going to say. Are we married to that venue? Because it's going to be at her house. It's at her house, yeah. Not a fan of that. And then I love right when she's like, 
when they're done with the conversation, he like whispers like, what happened? Like he's <laughs> confused because it happened yeah. so fast. Because it, Yeah, it, it's like a hurricane of just situation. She just puts him on the spot, takes no, doesn't take no for an answer and just like leaves. And then he's like, wait, what? <laughs> she has a really good way of like manipulating in like a, the nicest, sweetest way where you feel like you can't say no. Yeah, but she's also, I get it. She's dealing with a lot. So I understand oh, if yeah. she's a pregnant mom. Like I I feel like you're allowed to. That's like the one time. You're oh yeah, you can't say no to a pregnant lady. That's yeah, the rules of feminism. Like the rules of feminism. <laughs> <laughs> mean girls. Woo! So Alexis is at the cafe next. We get Twyla. I love her in Twyla moments. So this mm-hmm. scene is really fun. Oh, this fun. is super cute. She's talking about Singles Week. So that's the event, if we remember, that Moira kind of stole, but really Alexis is taking over. They're like co-chairing it. She's talking about ideas to Twyla, like for a discount for coming to the cafe. And she doesn't, Alexis doesn't understand. <laughs> Twyla's trying to say, shouldn't it be like 50% yeah, like, off for couples? Because that makes for more For couples, sense. yeah, because it's a singles week. Yeah. So like we want them to get together. And she's like, I don't understand. And she goes, oh, no, I have it. Like she does the thing that like people do where they think it's their idea. And she's like, we right. make it like a two for one, which is literally the same as 50%. Exactly what Twyla said, <laughs> but like flipped it, reversed it and sold it as her own. Yeah. But Twyla's so kind. She doesn't even remark on that. She's like, she's oh, like, you yeah, got it. That's, that's the it. winner. Yeah. <laughs> I love Twyla. She's so sweet. So this group walks in. Oh. I'm not ready for this group. And it's a challenge. This group is so L.A., but also so New York at the same time. They're a charming mix in not a good way. Yeah. This girl comes in. We find out her name is Claire. There's like four of With them. A K. There's like a couple girls and a guy. Oh, I have all the names. It's Claire, I Albany, Jitney, and Candy. <laughs> also, Jitney is a thing and Albany is Jitney. a place. And Candy. Didn't um, Nick Carter, no, Aaron Carter sing a song about wanting candy? Oh, so does Manny Moore. She started it. She's older. Oh, yeah. You're right. So Alexis's face, it's really great if you watch it. When she turns around and realizes like who it is, it's like a mind check. Yeah, it's great. And Claire explains that Vice put out this guy to the most random cities (laughs) in America. So they decided to hit each one. Let's hit it. (laughs) Yeah, lovely. She's just, we'll get into her. So she's very, this is what I wrote in my notes. She's very like pre-Shits Creek Alexis. Like, mm-hmm. in that vein. Very, like, selfish and oblivious and a lot of it. Yeah, definitely ignoring all social cues around her. And oh yeah, it's just yeah. all about her and what she's thinking. And, like, that's it. That's the final word. Yeah, exactly. It's very tunnel vision. She's like, oh, this is where you live? Sorry. It's like I completely forgot about you. I kind of forgot you existed. God, oh. what? It's no so filter. Weird. But at least you know where you stand with her. That's true. So she does, this really bothers me. So she acts like, oh yeah, you know, we've been so exhausted. And we learn, or I'm assuming that they're models because she's talking about an agency. But they worked two weeks straight and then went on this trip. Like that, that is hard. Okay. Let's talk to all of us who have like three jobs. and. (laughs) So... (laughs) Twyla asks, she's like, oh, do you want anything? And Claire goes, oh, my God, I'm, oh, like, God. obsessed with your look. You look just like a small-town waitress. And Twyla's very, like, beep. <laughs> like, I, yeah, she does that gross The little finger beep. At least she I didn't, like, it. boop her physically. Yeah, that would have been much worse. Ugh. 
this I have to quote it because it's so fucking stupid. She goes, "Yes, actually, iconic. I like hot water, but if you could let it sit so it cools, I just need to know that it was once hot. Gross." Sorry, I'm the worst. <laughs> Twyla's face when she's saying this, like, what? So she goes away to make it, and then Claire goes, you know, we've got to get you out of here. We're going to, like, this random bar later if you want to come. For random drinks. Random is a lot. I have it a lot in here. But we get the first Albany jab, there's plenty, where she says, mm-hmm. she literally makes me want to kill myself, which is oh, that poor so Albany. dramatic and mean. <laughs> and Twyla comes up. And with the water, and she goes, this is your not-so-hot water or something like that. And she goes, sweetie, no, I didn't order that. <laughs> oh, sweetie, no, I didn't order that. Also, someone calling me sweetie and honey is my top pet peeves. It's so patronizing and condescending. Ugh, it's liter- Condescension is worse. I do it when I'm fighting on Facebook. Oh, wait, like on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Call him sweetie or babe. Especially if it's a dude saying something gross. I'm like, oh, babe, no, that's wrong. that's true it makes sense for that oh it makes him so mad okay moving on (laughs) the ending is tag is really funny she turns around goes albany i was sitting there like she's not even sitting (laughs) she never sat she just came in and walked straight to (laughs) to alexis oh god oh poor albany i feel really bad for albany yeah so this episode a lot of it is based around singles week since they're Mm -hmm. moira and alexis are co-chairs so they go to this place called madly and Moira's with Johnny. She's like thanking him for coming. And she suggests like, oh, are you joining me because you didn't want me to be left alone in a room for bachelors? And he goes, you can handle yourself. I love their confidence. It's I love Yeah, they're so trusting. Yes, I love it. And we meet Ricky. She's like the, I guess she's mm-hmm. like the person that she's runs it. She's the place owner, I guess. Yeah, Johnny asks what it means. So this is what Madly stands I love for. this. Mature adults dating lovers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so dumb. So she goes, we're really proud of the soulful exchanges that we create here. She thinks that they've come, to, you know, to be matched with someone. And Moira's like, mm-hmm. no, we just want it for research, you know. She's like, well, we could be voyeurs, but it's better if you experience. Like a group of voyeurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she describes the event, which is called Lock and Key, basically, they mingle for an hour. The ladies have the keys and the men have the locks and they have to try to find the perfect fit. Gross. Moira's like, well, it could be fun, like suggesting to Johnny if they stay. And she asks the weirdest question. Ricky. Oh, yeah. Will Ugh. you grant me access to your most intimate sounds? It sounds gross to me. I don't like it. It's so graphic. I don't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. And Johnny's like shaking his head from the beginning. He's like... Oh, no. The thing he says is hilarious. He goes, no, but we'll play the game. <laughs> so, like, blunt. <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, at least he set his boundaries. And that's very important when you're in a relationship. <laughs> that is true. So, Patrick comes into the store. David is there. He's finishing this call. And he looks. I never noticed this before, but I checked it this time. Probably because I've seen this series so many times. He looks at when he asks, like, what's going on. He does, like, a double take at his sweater a little bit. It's kind of funny. Patrick does. Oh, yes. He's, like, reading it for the first time. <laughs> David says, Jocelyn came in here this morning looking like Adam Sandler on a red carpet and explains everything that was <laughs> Which is so on. accurate. <laughs> yeah. And basically, he's saying he was wrangled into this. Poor thing was planning her own baby shower, so now I'm helping. And he's like, this is very expensive because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, wine from here, cheese from here, fish from here. Yeah. Getting all his vendors involved. 
And he doesn't understand, which I get because David's not a kid person. He's like, you know, typically the person that's throwing the shower actually pays for it because he assumed that Jocelyn was going to give him that. Money. Jocelyn was. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we haven't talked budget, but I'm assuming she's going to come. Yeah. Right. And he's like, well, that wasn't part of the agreement. Like learning this out. <laughs> he's not a fan. He says, I was practically forced into it. And he's like, this isn't even our first baby. And Patrick yeah. is like, this is where we get the title. He goes, oh, so this is more of a sprinkle. So it's then. more like a baby sprinkler. Sprinkler. <laughs> sprinkle. Oh, my God. And we have the best line. Oh, my God. He goes, that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's the best. Right after he finds out the sprinkle thing. I love David. He's so blunt. Very, very blunt. But I also kind of get it because the plans fell through. Like, the original plans fell through. So she's getting an emergency baby shower planning. So, like, she should cover this. I get it, too. I think it should be like a half and half situation. You can expect the person who you asked a favor to. Yeah. To cover everything, too. Like, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a mixed bag because of the situation. I feel like I'd want something. Yeah, it's like, hey, can you plan my surprise birthday party and also pay for it? Patrick also goes, booze and fish isn't a good plan for a pregnant woman. And he goes, well, you don't plan a party around person. He goes, maybe you do if the party's for her. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And then he goes, well, worst case, she grazes at the soft cheese station. Patrick goes, you sure she can eat that? <laughs> oh, David. And he goes, this is why I hate babies. <laughs> Same. He gets it. Okay. So Claire, the horror show, and her friends are oh, taking these like weird model pictures by the motel now. So random. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Alexis is... Says she's obviously only crashing there temporarily. You know, she tries to hide the fact right. a little bit. And Claire's like, oh, no, we're not staying here. We just saw the sign and thought it was so random. Another random. She's obsessed. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that they have Airstreams. They're staying in Airstreams up the street, which is cute. <laughs> oh, you're right. God. So Claire says she has a job for Alexis. And she says she can't talk about it around Albany because she has to get her fired first. Get fired first? <laughs> But it's a junior PR position, which is something she would want. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you can climb the ladder. And then she says, take your time, but you have to let me know by tomorrow, by two. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) Alexis goes, oh, well, it's all happening very fast. And Claire's like, you can stay at my dad's place. He hasn't lived there in like 15 years. I think he started a new family or something. (laughs) So it would be you, his ex-wife, but it's fine. She's like two years younger than us and totally chill. (laughs) So awkward. And dark, a little bit. A little dark. (laughs) Alexa says, oh, well, there's only one bar in town because she says that they're going to a bar. And she's like, oh, that's good because I don't want to argue with Albany about where to go because the poor thing doesn't understand. No one wanted her here in the first place. Like, Albany. poor Albany, this girl. She goes, I can't wait to fire her. I'm her best friend. (laughs) I I love it. It's so quick back to back. I know. She's like, I hate her so much. I want to fire her. She's my best friend. I'm her best friend, not she's my best friend. Yeah. Important words. (laughs) That is true. Important distinction. (laughs) She gives Alexis her card, and then she has this weird, really weird moment where Alexis is walking away, and she goes, pack your bags, bitch. You're getting out. And does this weird, like, pose (laughs) with her, like, cardigan she's wearing. It's so random. So random. So we go back to this Madly event, this lock and key, and Moira's talking to this much older man, and he's... Saying that he predicted and like pretty much describes her that he would meet somebody like her. And she goes, oh, well, telepathic. Was she tremendously specific? (laughs) 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 And 
she also gives him advice because she wants to leave because he's obviously, you know, a lot older that she's like, I, I suggest to wait much later in the relationship before mentioning any of the things you just mentioned to me. <laughs> so so he's probably an overshare. Johnny, meanwhile, oh gosh, he's talking to this woman named Charlene. Mm-hmm. And he's already like hooked with like the key in the lock. They're like, yep, hooked. they're connected. This woman's very flirty. She's like cackling and guzzling her wine. Mm-hmm. And Moira like does this fake like ha laugh behind them and tries to go over. And then Ricky kind of stops her and goes, I think you should keep searching for research or love. Oh, gosh, Ricky. Too much. Ricky. <laughs> Patrick and David now we get this is the best. They get to Jocelyn's house. And David asks, what's going on? Because there's already some decorations out. (laughs) There's just like one streamer across the room. Just the one. Yeah. And (laughs) Jocelyn's like, oh, I thought I'd get a jump start on decorating. And David explains that when you ask me to throw this event, you're handing over creative control, a.k.a. we can't have this. Yeah. This is hideous. He also says that their name's going to be all over this, so it's really important to streamline the aesthetic direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's just saying it in ways like, take it down. <laughs> and Jocelyn suggests, she's like, oh, I could maybe like move some balloons. Yeah, we can move some of those, maybe to the garbage. And he just keeps going. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> he has no chill whatsoever at any time. And he says he has to drop cloth the interiors. Great phrase. I get it. Roland comes in with this crazy pinata of a baby and patrick goes is that supposed to be a baby yeah (laughs) it looks like a horror movie prop like it's really scary and he got it from the dollar store he thinks it's really realistic and he goes it's so funny honey they just like gave it to me for free (laughs) god i wonder why because it's scary it's probably cursed and i love david has some great lines he goes don't think we can smash a baby with a stick tonight and then right after goes the (laughs) fact that you did get it from the dollar store does make me wary of what's going to fall out of it though (laughs) he's right true (laughs) and jocelyn's like well don't worry roly we're still gonna play the diaper game and then he Mm -mm. goes hi what's the diaper game good and Roland explains it which I've actually played this once before I have to you melt these different chocolates into diapers and have to like guess which chocolate bar it is he's in the middle of explaining he goes I'm going to stop you right there I will literally do anything for us not to play that game game. (laughs) and Jocelyn she goes I'm starting to get nervous like what are we going to do for entertainment and David's like, I'll come up with games that don't involve sniffing diapers. Oh, my God. We get a lot of his oh, my God. Oh. In this too. <laughs> Patrick tries to help. This is really funny by saying, Jocelyn, why don't you just, you know, go get ready, go change, and then we'll handle everything. Oh, no. And she goes, I'm already She's like, <laughs> like, And you look great. <laughs> He's trying to cover up. And he goes, okay, just go sit down and relax then. And then David asks. Roll it if he can move this vase. And we learned that it's grandpa's ashes. It's grandpa's ashes and it's bolted down because of the urn thefts. Yeah. That apparently <laughs> are happening, which is not a thing. The ending of this is really funny. The ending of these scenes in this episode are great. Jocelyn's like, do you think this was a mistake? And Patrick yeah. goes, probably, but we're here now. Probably. And then David's <laughs> holding the pinata because Roland gave it to him. The baby pinata. And he goes, where did I put this fucking thing? Like, I know. He's like, he paces back and forth like three times holding yeah. the baby like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. So good. Also gives me like COVID nightmares with everything right now, but it's okay. Oh. Back at the Madly event, 
this he's kind of good looking this handsome man he probably looks like about Johnny's age the older man yeah yeah he comes up to mm. Moira introduces himself his name is Renee, Renee. He works in ad sales and can drive at night. He goes, I know that it's odd to mention, but it separates me from the crowd. Johnny comes up to her and says that they should really get going because Charlene's getting tipsy and things are starting to turn. And things are starting to take a turn. <laughs> so good. Oh, Charlene. Moira gets a little flirty here. And she oh, goes, yeah. well, I have one more lock to try. And then asks for Renee's help because it gets jammed. And Moira starts having like a bit of a, I'm trying to, do you know why she gets like so anxious here? Why she's not able to like pull it out? That's what she said also. <laughs> she <laughs> she saw Johnny have that connection with Charlene. And I think she's trying to get one herself. Kind of like even the odds. Like even the playing field. Yeah. Why do you think she gets all nervous and why she can't like pull it out? Because she wanted it to be him because she wanted to also have an attractive person to match with. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. But she get, she starts like literally, he's like, you're giving me neck bird because she's like pulling on it. <laughs> no, she's pulling and ripping and trying to get it. It's really funny. Ricky comes up and says, you know what? When this happens, I usually ask the person to look within and see why they're having within. trouble connecting. And she goes, connecting is my livelihood. It's these discount locks. <laughs> then she goes, I tried every other one. And then we get a good like callback and the old man's like waving in the background because she never tried his. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, we should really go. Jocelyn has that baby thing. <laughs> we get a baby. We get a baby. <laughs> Johnny tries talking to her and she goes, let's not dally, dear, and like pulls him out. And then it's really funny as they're leaving, Ricky talks to Renee and goes, Shirley needs a ride home. Can you still drive at night? (laughs) (laughs) It does separate him from the group. It does. It really does. Alexis, meanwhile, is in, I like this scene a lot. It's just her by herself. She's at the motel. She's thinking about what to do with the job that Claire offered her. And she says that she's heading out like out loud because she thinks that her parents are home and then goes and realizes that they aren't. She has kind of this sweet moment where she's looking around and smiling and kind of we get a vibe that she likes where she is. Yeah, she's getting comfortable in like in the place she's in right now. Yeah, which is really nice. Physically and emotionally. Yes. She <laughs> opens the door and it's her business cards that her she new ordered cards, before. And they're so cute. They're really cute. They say Alexis Rose Communications, CEO and founder. Gray with pink lettering. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. Then she leaves and we'll go back to that. So at the baby sprinkle, meanwhile, David's explaining this great game that he calls <laughs> Sleepy Mommy. He goes, Mommy yes. had a hard day with baby and needs a bit of a break. <laughs> Basically, they have to take turns popping pills into Mommy's mouth. Throwing pills. <laughs> he goes, we're using mints because we couldn't afford actual benzos. but." Jesus. <laughs> And then he says, whoever gets the most tranks into mommy's mouth will walk away with whatever's left of the soft cheese station. Everybody like ooze. Because, yeah, it's probably like a nice platter. Cheeses. Yes. So Johnny offers to go like right away. And he goes, oh, these have more weight than the usual (laughs) pills. And Roland's like, well, that'll help if you take into consideration the humidity in here. Like they're playing golf. (laughs) Yeah. And Moira asks, this is really funny, as like a sidebar, she's like, why does this game feel vaguely familiar? He goes, you invented it. We played it a lot growing up. And she's like, I can't remember. And he's like, that's because we got very good at it. (laughs) I remember one time Alexis got one in from across the room. Jesus. (laughs) Patrick is like, I've got to hand it to you, David. It's unconventional, but people seem to be getting into it. And Roland asks if he can get an extra point if he bounces Bounces it off off her forehead. forehead. And then Johnny's like, yeah, we need to talk about the point system because I got three in her bangs and that's got to count for something. (laughs) It's like mouth or bust. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then Roland and Johnny, it's really cute. They throw it together and they both yeah. make it. They're really excited. <laughs> that was cute. Okay, we go to the Wobbly Elm, of course, the only bar. Mm-hmm. Alexis is there. She walks in on this conversation where Claire is talking about, like, someone going to Mexico and says if she's not going to Tulum, it doesn't matter. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Alexis asks to talk to her for a second, so they go to the side, and Claire goes, what's up? Which is kind of nerdy of her, I've got to admit. I mean, she's probably doing it as a joke, but... Right, it's ironic. I thought it was interesting. It's so random and ironic. You're right. It's probably like hipstery. Yeah. So she turns down the job and then Claire doesn't even remember about it, what she's talking about. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? What are you saying? Yeah. What are we even talking about? She mentions right away. She goes, well, Albany put her dad's black car down. So shots are on him. And she didn't come through on the party favors. So breaking news, we still fucking hate her. And it's her birthday. We find out. It's her birthday. (laughs) God. Ah. It's so mean. And Claire says, well, you know, because Alexis is going to leave. She's like, just text me and I can totally like ditch Albany. It's this girl's birthday. If that's, yeah, if that's what's holding you back. (sighs) So mean. And she says, you know, it was really good to see you. It's been too long. We can't let that happen again. She's like, we won't. The last thing we hear is Claire going, why do you guys have drinks and I don't? (laughs) She's such a piece of work. She's the worst. And that is all. That is it. But we get a lot of like little, there's no dialogue and stuff, but you get such good shots of Alexis just thinking. And like, you can see mm-hmm. how she's grown as a person. Even though she slips into that a little bit with them when she walks in and stuff. Yeah, it's like, you can you can tell that there was like a push and pull of her like wanting to go back to her old life and like how comfortable she was with that, but also yeah. realizing how bad all of it is. Like she's seeing herself in Claire and seeing how gross it is for the first time. That's very true. It's nice. So if we're going to talk about shithead of the week, she's my shithead of the week. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I usually have to think about it, but like I've had it ready since we started (laughs) because of all of this. It's growth. It's like beautiful growth. She's mine too. I do want to give honorable mention to David's lines because David's lines are (laughs) hilarious in this. They are. I love when Alexis grows, and I like anything with her in Twyla, since we learn Twyla does a lot for Alexis, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to see. That's why I really like that scene where she doesn't say anything, and she's just, like, walking around the motel. Yeah, the motel. I know. It's so cute. And, like, the getting her cards is so symbolic. This is, like, I'm building something here for myself. Yes. And, like, I can't just drop it because this would be easier. Yep, for sure. Yeah. It's so... <sighs> This is why I love this show. Okay, I'm fine. It's fine. It's just so, like, organic and natural. And, like, the growth of the character is so good. She didn't just change overnight. Like, this is something that they've built up throughout the four seasons. I think she's one of the characters that changes the most. But we can talk about it more later. Mm -hmm. But, yes. For sure. Yeah, because we still have some more more growth to grow. More growth to grow. Yes. Mm -hmm. All the Gs. (laughs) We love that journey for all of you. Please do us a solid and rate, review, subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify mm-hmm. and Pandora and wherever you listen. We're on Instagram at Shit Simply the Best the Podcast. We are on Twitter at Shit Simply the Best Pod. Find us on there. Tell us some things. Tell your friends. Yeah, do that. Do all the things. Love this journey. All the reviewing and all of that really helps us climb. So. Mm-hmm. 
do that. Liking, downloading, all of the things. All the things. All of them. And best wishes. <laughs> and warmest regards. Bye. Bye.